Make Me Laugh. Welcome to Make Me Laugh, the comedy podcast driven by listener inputs and supported by strange people the world over. One of those individuals is me. My name is Pete Z, and my title is Senior Director of Content Curation. Look, one idea that some people espouse is that, quote, normal people are better than abnormal people. Not me. Give me the strange, the mercurial, the outlandish. To me, normal is the same as boring. I want risk takers like Jean-Claude Van Damme, Steven Seagal, and Mitt Romney, right? Pete, what do two martial artists slash C-list action movie heroes have to do with a United States senator? A sitting United States senator. It has a lot to do with it. Van Damme and Seagal are above the law. Senator Romney's hair is above reproach. Five. The five. Five this week is from Madcap Master, writing hyper-hypocritical suburbanites. Number one hyper-hypocritical suburbanite. A person in head-to-toe surf apparel. Reason, we are hundreds of miles from the ocean. Spare us the surf wax talk. Oh, <laughs> and uh, Madcap Master also provides a DBQ score for all five of these. This one gets an 83, the surf person. Number two, hyper-hypocritical suburbanite, a person that spends more time at REI than using the supplies purchased at REI. Reason, did the pioneers shop at REI? Did Michael Jordan shop at REI? Did Miley Cyrus shop at REI? DBQ, 93. Third, hyper-hypocritical suburbanite, a person that has Yeti cooler, Yeti shirt, Yeti hat, Yeti bumper sticker, Yeti dog water bowl, Yeti five-gallon bucket, and Yeti roof. Reason, it's a nice cooler, but it's not a lifestyle. DBQ, 91. Look, I, you know, as an aside, I have to agree. Why, why do people prostitute themselves for these brands? What do you stand for, man? Oh, I stand for a cooler. One point of contention here, I don't believe that Yeti, at this point, builds roofs. I have to look it up. Maybe the writer was going after Tesla, but, you know, I don't know. Tesla's a pet peeve of mine. I, do, I can't believe it's not on this list so far. Fourth, hyper-hypocritical suburbanite, a person with an Iron Man tattoo, bumper sticker, shirt, and dog collar. Reason, yes, Iron Man is impressive, but adorning your dog with the gear seems desperate. DBQ 78. Oh, yeah, but what if the dog uh, had completed the Iron Man, you know? But Pete, how would the dog do the bike event? That's a technicality. Look, if a dog can do the run and the swim, they certainly have the physical stamina to do the bike event. So my advice is keep the uh, dog collar, um, the Iron Man dog collar, but get the Iron Man tattoo removed. That's just my personal choice. Fifth and final, hypocritical suburbanite, a person wearing a running jacket, short running shorts, and running shoes. Reason, unless you're running, Stop advertising. We don't care and never will. DBQ, 91. Oh, oh God, this is me. This this uh, one calls me out, personally attacks me. No, I'm at a 91. I'm a victim here. My own, my own DBQ rating system used against me in a cruel twist of fate. I've got to regroup. Let's take a quick break so I can burn all my gear, all my running gear, full transparency. I haven't even been running in seven months. <laughs> no, no DBQ 100 was on this list. These transgressions are, you know, 
relatively minor in the grand scheme of society. No Tesla, though? No sports team? And the funny thing, all these examples, while slightly exaggerated, can be found right in the suburbs. And you know what? Now that I think about it, what if you had in the suburbs a commercialized suburban tank? A tank. Like bigger than the biggest truck that's out there. Imagine the market for that. People just driving tracked vehicles over to Panera Bread. <laughs> Imagine if you brought, you just had bought an $80,000 Ford Raptor truck. You know, you think you're the biggest badass in the community. And here comes this huge fucking tank. Just ripping up roads, driving through farmer's markets. And here you are in your little Ford Raptor. Feeling like a shell. A husk of a human. <laughs> Speaking of husks, though. If there was one thing I would like to shuck this year, it would most certainly be the corn industry. Quick break, more gluten-free contact coming your way. Mail, 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 mail. Mail this week, subject, best band ever. Email reads, Pete, don't think I haven't noticed you dropping Genesis and Phil Collins references into recent MML episodes. I get it. You put little stuff in there to see if anyone picks up on it. But seriously... Why don't you just come out and admit you're a full-on Genesis nerd and fan? Peace, Kyle. Well, Kyle, I do appreciate your active listening. I may have snuck a few references into some of the episodes, but I really have no personal affinity for Genesis or Phil Collins, other than the fact that Phil Collins has done more to combat the scourge of big tech than anyone besides possibly Kevin Mitnick. Go ahead. You can scoff at my references, Kyle, but remember, Phil Collins wasn't the only musician looking out for humanity with a wary eye. The great Dave Mustaine's lyrics on the song Hangar 18, a song which is included in the War Chest box set released 2007, those lyrics are quite haunting as well. The fact it was initially brought to the attention of the MML staff by a good friend of ours, Haunch. And let me just say that Haunch no longer currently resides in the continental United States. So that might tell you something. Are the analysis and decoding of revealing lyrics related to the disappearance of a man? I don't know. All I know is that now I think about it a little bit more. And as I do, I'm staying away from it, Kyle. So I'm going to retract my earlier statements about Phil Collins I'm just going to talk about forearms and DBQ ratings from now on. Just sitting here drinking coffee. Phil Collins is just an ordinary man. He wasn't in too deep. Nothing to see here. Just an Australian on a drum kit in a hangar. Shooting video with a handheld camera. Video that was never publicly released. It's just another day in paradise. Pizzi. Sounds like... Pizzi sounds like this time coming in from Square Rutabaga. Square Rutabaga. Pizzi sounds like the guy you see in the office hallway and immediately feel creeped out. It could be the hair, it could be the clothing, or even possibly the bloody knife he's holding. Pizzi sounds like the guy who's just tripped and fell, and now everyone is laughing. Sad scene. <laughs> I know, I used to do this all the time. With, you know, Chevy Chase used to do it. Had the fall on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, I used to do it in the office myself all the time here at the MML Studios. Can't do it anymore. 
Can't do the pratfalls. I'm too fucking old now. PZ sounds like a left-handed relief pitcher that just hung a curveball that was hit into the upper deck and is now screaming obscenities into his glove as the manager walks to the mound. PZ sounds like an arrogant chef that claims to have invented the thrice-baked potato. Well played, square root, Abega. Thanks for those who have sent me laudatory remarks regarding MML, and to those who offered visceral MML critiques. Look, if you want vanilla content and clickbait stuff, that stuff is readily available. Bye! But if you happen to be an irascible, irreverent person, MML might be for you. Either way, thanks for spending some time with us here today as we render our service to those out walking dogs, commuting to work, or just hanging around your home of record. Remember, please do keep your forearms at the ready, your DBQ scores maintained, and your chatbots muted. You got content you want to hear on MML? Shoot it to me, PZComedy at Gmail. Please share the show very selectively, of course. We can't have our reputation marred by miscreants. Oh,